Hello, 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 and welcome back to my podcast, Unravel, and I'm so glad that you're here. I know that it's been a while since I released, it wasn't even an episode, it was more of like an intro to my podcast where I promised episodes would be coming, and then life happened. So here we are, months later, actually a year later, but nonetheless, I am grateful that you've taken the time to listen, and if you're new here, my name is Lucy Chaguna, and again, I'm very grateful that you've taken the time to listen, so I'm just going to dive right in today. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I personally have been experiencing, and as a result of that, it's kind of made me more curious to dig a little bit deeper into this topic and to just get a better understanding for my own sake. And as I've been gaining a better understanding, it's just something that I would like to bring you guys along. So with that being said, what I want to talk about today is transitions. So recently, as of May, so I'm recording this July 31st. So a few months ago, I graduated from college. And upon graduating, I started working in my career. And that has been a very big transition. I mean, You would think that you're going to school, you're learning about what you're going to do. Part of my school, uh, part of my schooling was doing an internship. So you're getting the hands-on experience. So, you know, you would think after doing all of that, you're just going to come out ready to go, which yes, I was, but it still didn't change the fact that this was a major transition that has taken some time for me to get adjusted and acclimated to. So That's kind of what I want to talk about today is some of the things that I've been learning as I've been on this journey and this season of transition. And so just to kick us off, I wanted to read the definition of transition. So what does the dictionary say about the word transition? So transition is the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. So I'll read it again. The process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. And when I read that definition, it couldn't be more truer than what I was experiencing. Like I just felt like, wow, this is literally what I have been living for the past few months, um, or maybe more like two, but just for the past few months as I've stepped into this career field. And the process of a period of changing from one state or condition to another. And I feel like when it's talking about a state or a condition, that could be anything. So that could be state of mind. I know that I've just shared that for me it was with a job, but even though I was changing um, careers, well, I wasn't really changing, I was starting a new career. I've had to change my mindset. You know, I've had to change the way I do things. I've had to condition myself to be more disciplined in certain areas. So when I think about transition, it just makes me think about all the different things that sometimes we may go through. And when we go through them, they're not very fun. (laughs) Like when you think about coming from something that you're used to, you're comfortable to, um, comfortable with, and now you have to go to something completely new and it's like, what is this? And so I just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that and when I was thinking about this, I was remembering how when I first started uh, my job, I was extremely excited and I still am, but you know, I was extremely excited because it was new and I'm like, okay, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to um, put to practice all these things that I learned in school. You know, I'm excited for that hands-on experience. I'm excited to just be doing the thing. Now I'm not just learning about it. I'm doing the thing. But what I found was that 
I was so excited to do it that when I encountered a challenge, so maybe I tried to do something and I wasn't as good as I thought I'd be at it, it really crushed me. And I don't know, for some reason, I'm like, okay, in the back of my mind, I know that I'm new to this. It's okay. And I would tell myself like, okay, I'm going to give myself grace. I'm new to this. But it didn't change the fact that it was still kind of devastating when you're like, okay, this is where I am, but this is not where I want to be. And so that kind of let me know. And I had to kind of sit and process the fact that transition in itself is a process. And I'll say that again, transition in itself is a process. So when we're talking about the state um, or condition, when we're talking about the period of changing from one state or condition to another, that takes time, you know, so we don't, we don't get to just wake up one morning and we are this thing that we wanted to be. It's, it takes time. And oftentimes what I've realized is that when we're becoming the thing, when we're in the process of becoming the thing, we don't always realize it and we don't always recognize it. And I think that's because the process doesn't always feel as glamorous. So when we're going through things that are not so glamorous, when we're having those moments of self-doubt, those moments of questioning ourselves, are we good enough? Are we in the right place? Things like that. It doesn't feel like anything is going to come out of that. However, I've come to realize that it's those pieces, it's those moments that later make up the bigger piece, which is usually, hopefully, your desired um, result or your desired state. And so when I was thinking about some of the things that I've been learning and some of the things that I've been experiencing, I've just realize that when you're going through a transition, it kind of forces you to face some hard truths, right? So again, going back um, to what I just said, I graduated, I started school, and then, I'm sorry, graduated and I started working. And along that journey, I realized, okay, when I was in school, there were so many things that I didn't have time to deal with. And when I say things, I'm talking about things within yourself. So maybe you have bad habits and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to focus or I'm going to take care of that at a later time. Right now, my priority is graduation. My priority is making sure that I'm balancing school and work. And, you know, my priority was tied up in so many other things. So some of the maybe bad habits that you have or some of the things that you need to work on, they're kind of pushed to the side. So what I realized was that when I graduated and now all I have is work, I was like, I have a lot of free time. And with that free time, you have a lot of things that are just staring at you in the face. It's like, hey, okay, you've kind of pushed this to the side and now you can't really ignore it. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but now it's facing you and now you actually have the time to take care of it. Whereas before, maybe you didn't. And so what I came to realize is that when you're in that place where you're forced to face some hard truths, it's actually a really good place to be because that is the place where you can align yourself with the actual truth, right? So I was thinking about how when you've been thinking a certain way for a while, when you've conditioned your mind to, let's say, think about yourself a certain way. So if all you ever think about is, I'm I'm not good enough for this, or I could never do that, or, you know, whatever the cap is that you've put on yourself, whatever that limit, that ceiling is that you've put on yourself. If you've conditioned your mind to think that way, after a while, that becomes the truth that you know, right? So it's not the actual truth. It just becomes the truth that you know and the truth that your mind is familiar with. And so I realized that when it comes to transitioning, there are a lot of 
there's a lot of shedding, right? And one of the things that you have to shed is these things that you have believed as truths and they're not. So I would like to read a scripture and the scripture comes from the book of John. So it's John 8, 31 through 32. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. And let me get to it. So it says, again, John 8, 31 to 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you're my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So going back to what I was talking about with the truth, I, I came to this point where I realized that the only way for me to live in the truth is by abiding in the word of God. And again, there are many times where we're, walking in certain truths and I wish you could see me because I'm putting quotations you know there's certain times where we're walking in certain truths and we hold them so near because we're like okay you know this is it this is how things are but in reality it's not because again that's just the lie that you've told yourself for so long that it's become a reality or it's just become a truth that you believe so I urge you even as I urge myself that you will take the time to abide daily in the word of God. And one thing that I have found is that in a, in a season or, I mean, really it should be in everyday life, that the word of God and the truth that's found in the word of God, it's not an option. Like I have to spend time reading the word of God because when you go out, there's so many things that are facing you that sometimes you don't even know what to believe. You don't even know what to think. You don't even know what to do that I'm just like, okay, God, I need to hear from you and I need to hear from you directly. And there is no better source than the word of God, the word that is inspired by God. So I urge you today that if you're going through difficulties or just uncertainties, right? If you're going through a season where you're like, okay, should I go right? Should I go left? And it doesn't even have to be a season. That's just our daily life. We have to make decisions all the time. I urge you to spend some time in the word of God and to just research what does God say about your particular situation? But most importantly, what does God say about you, right? What does God say about you so that even as you're facing that situation, you can face it from an understanding of who God says that you are to him. And so that's something that I would say has been a game changer during this season of transition. It's been equipping my my mind um, on a daily basis with the word of God and trying to figure out uh, how can I put, how can I involve God more into my situation, right? And so I realized that sometimes when you're in a season of change, when you're in a season of when you're just trying to achieve something, sometimes you focus so much on the desired outcome, right? You focus so much on what you want that if you make just one mistake or if you're not hitting the mark, you you get you become so hard on yourself or you become so discouraged. But I've come to realize that when we surrender, um, when you surrender your strength to God, when you surrender whatever your desired outcome to God is, that now you have no option but to rest and to allow God to show his strength in that situation because now it's no longer about you. It's no longer about your strength, but it's about what God can do. So in this season, um, or just when it comes to transitions in general, one thing I have realized is that you have to be okay with being weak, right? And hear me out. I'm not saying that we were created to be weak or that we just have to walk around being weak, but 
I have never felt more human than now when I stepped into the workforce. And when I stepped into my career, I remember experiencing emotions that I've never experienced. But at the same time, I was so grateful to experience them because it let me know that I am human. And it doesn't matter how many degrees you get. It doesn't matter what accolades you receive. You know, it doesn't matter what you accomplish at the end of the day. If you're living and breathing, you're a human being who is going to have moments of weaknesses, who is going to have things that you struggle with. And that is okay. You know, and so it has really helped me to not be this human who just strives for perfection, right? Not I strive for excellence, but I don't strive for perfection to the point where it kills you because you're not okay with having weaknesses. You know, you're not okay with being human. So one scripture that has really helped me has come from the book of um, 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 9. And I'm also reading this from the New King James. Let me go back to that. And it says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So uh, the part that really encouraged me was the first part. This is my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So the one thing that if you hear nothing else in this podcast that I would like you to walk away knowing is that the grace of God is sufficient for you in every season of your life. There are so many moments where we feel like, I don't know, God has just forgotten about us and we're just in this by ourselves and we're like, it's up to us to come out triumphant. And at the end of the day, I'm here to tell you that it's not, um, it's not all up to you because if it was all up to you, you would have completely filled a long time ago. Um, it's God who's been holding you up and it's God who will continue to hold you up. So even as you listen to this podcast and even as you go on about your daily life, I hope that you will rejoice in the season that you're in. If you find yourself in a season of transition, I hope and pray that you will rejoice in the shedding that comes with transition in that uncomfortability that comes with it because again truth be told transitions are not fun you have to go from the things that you are comfortable with to now forming new habits and to now just developing new patterns and there's a stretching that comes with that because now your capacity it has to increase because now whatever whatever you're dealing with now is not it's not what you were dealing with before and I remember when I was in school, I felt like, okay, I'm juggling school. I'm working full time. So I'm like, okay, when I graduate and I start working, I'm going to get a break from all of this. And I did. I did get a break from juggling all of that because now I'm not in school anymore. And now all I'm doing is working. However, I have found that even though I'm not juggling as many things as I was then, there is still a lot that comes with this new journey. So with that, I have to stretch myself um, or rather have to allow myself to be stretched and I have to enlarge my capacity because now the things that I am dealing with, although they may seem less in the sense that it's only work they require more out of me. They require more, you know, you're making decisions that are maybe more important than I was when I was in school. There are people's lives that are depending on your care because I'm working in the helping profession. So there are people people who are, when you go into work, there are people who are expecting you to make certain decisions and people who are expecting you to know what to do and to 
recommend the next level of care for them. So they're just, there's just a lot more um, in a different capacity. So with that being said, sometimes it makes you wonder like, okay, is this what I really signed up for? But I have come to learn that just because you face moments of stretching and just because you face those moments of having to change, it should not deter us. It should not deter me or you from the bigger picture of what this whole thing is all about, right? And when I say this whole thing, I'm talking about whatever your journey entails. It should not, those moments should not deter you from whatever your journey is all about. So if right now, um, you know, maybe you're on a fitness journey and you're having these moments of just ups and downs with your health or just ups and downs with your weight, that should not deter you from whatever your overall goal is when it comes to that fitness journey that you're on, you know? So, and there could be so many different journeys that those of you who are listening are on. But again, I just want to remind you that those moments of shedding, those moments of having to face uh, really deep emotional parts of you that you didn't know were there, those moments are what makes up the beautiful pieces that come together at the end. So I hope that you will rejoice in your weaknesses as you allow God to shine his strength in them. And I hope that you will allow him to show himself strong in your life and in your circumstances. And until we meet again, continue to be great in whatever area that God has placed you in.